brightens up the darkened skies. I first held you in my arms along the Wabash, and you promised to be true as I made my vows to you. Who's your sweetheart? Tell me who's your gal? Who's your sweetheart? Tell me who's your pal? Tell me who do you woo when I stay away too long? Is it true someone new takes my place when I'm gone? Who's your sweetheart? Won't you wait for me? Welcome to this week's edition of the Old Codger Radio Show, playing 70 RPM records like they're going out of style. We opened up the program with uh, Bert Schefter and his orchestra, and uh, Taming the Devil, and then Ruth Edding sang a nice song called Who's Your Sweetheart, as in Hoosier. I'm Courtney T. Edison, the Old Codger, and this is the Codger Happy Autonomous Zone, otherwise known as Chaz. That's right. This is a place where 78 RPM records reign supreme. If you don't share our agenda, stay out. We, here in Chaz, feel that 78 RPM records need to be preserved, protected, and, if necessary, forced on consumers and music lovers. That's right. Our motto here is Black Platters Matter. Here in Chaz, there are no compact discs. No long-playing vinyl albums, no 45 7-inch records, no no cassettes, no digital formats, no 8-track tapes. And there is no internet to listen to music streaming from the invisible and worthless World Wide Web. We have built a wall around the Codgers compound here on Springdale Avenue in East Orange and are hereby declaring that the Chaz... The Codger Happy Autonomous Zone is a sovereign nation. The national beverage is Sly Weasel Bourbon, of course, and the national anthem is Surface Noise. We are we are printing currency. That's right. The $100 bill will display the face of Sophie Tucker. We are imposing very strict immigration rules on who can enter the Codger Happy Autonomous Zone. If you cannot tell us what ukulele Ike's real name was, or the name of Louis Jordan's band, stay out. You are not welcome. D- d- yesterday there was an outrage mob outside our borders, but we chased them away <laughs> by playing the Brunswick Laughing Record on wind-up Victrolas at peak volume for hours. They couldn't stand it. By nightfall, it was quiet here. Just me and my fellows... Chaz Citizens, Red Butler, Rummy Delbarton, Miss uh, Floridix Hundwasser was here, uh, Lola Bell Pancake, my agent, Dr. Bop, Sneezy Boatman, and Honey Bear Sweeney was along. Now, I'm here every week on WFMU playing 78 RPM records only. And uh, before we return to the fine music on this program, here is a word from another proud sponsor of the old codger radio show on WFMU. Owners everywhere are talking about the economy of the 50 Ford. Listen to what Mr. Jacob N. Wade of Lyndhurst, Virginia, one of over 420,000 delighted owners said about his new Ford. In these days when the cost of everything is up, it's certainly great to own a 50 Ford. For I found that my new Ford V8 gives me everything I'd expect to find in an expensive car for amazingly little money. And in addition to being a low-cost car to buy, I find my Ford is mighty economical to own. I get 20 miles to a gallon and spend very little for upkeep. My money sure goes a lot further since I have owned a 50 Ford. Yes, Ford owners everywhere are finding out about the economy of the great new Ford. They're saving real money now because of Ford's low price. 
And they'll be saving real money for years to come because of Ford's low operating and maintenance costs. But see for yourself. Tomorrow, stop by your neighborhood Ford dealers. Get the facts on Ford economy. Then take the wheel and test drive the big new Ford. Yeah, yeah. We, we urge you to patronize all the fine sponsors of the old Codger radio show on WFMU. The 1950s are disappearing off the lots. You'll be lucky if you can find one. Now, back to the glorious music on 78 RPM Records only.
We just sort of found a set of music. We started with Joe Venuti on the violin and Eddie Lang on guitar with uh, Tempe de Modernage, Fats Waller on the keyboard and singing uh, a song called Nero about the great Roman emperor. Uh, the Ticklers sang a song called Healing in the Bomb Yard. That was followed by Deep Purple. This is a song, Deep Purple, covered by uh, Sonny Blunt, playing piano and solo box, and his friend Stuff Smith playing violin. Sonny Blunt later became the first U.S. ambassador to the planet Saturn. He had uh, great diplomatic skills, and he negotiated the first interplanetary peace treaty in the solar system. The set uh, of music closed out with Hal Herzen and his orchestra and a composition called Robot. I'm Courtney T. Edison, the old codger, here on WFMU every week, every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time Zone, uh, on the radio here, playing 78 RPM records like they're going out of style. Well, I got a real treat for you right now on 78 RPM records. I got to tell you a story. Back in the 1920s, I was friends with an actor in New York City. His name was uh, Felix Dugglesby. Uh, he was a comedian, a very funny man. He was a local vaudeville favorite. He could reduce anyone to spasms of uncontrollable laughter every time he wedged two french fries up his nose. <laughs> Maybe that doesn't sound very funny. You had to be there. Maybe it's just that he had a funny nose, a third nostril or something. Anyway, he went to Hollywood in the early 1930s when the talkies were all the rage. Felix wanted to be a big film star. On New York City stages, he performed in this, uh, he had a frog suit, and he assumed the character of a frog who had uh, misadventures, comic misadventures. Uh, his character was called Felix the Frog. Well, when he got to Hollywood, he tried to get work as uh, Felix the Frog, and he found that there was already an actor working in films under the name of Felix the Cat. Uh, Felix the Cat's real name was Morris Katzenberger. Yeah. Anyway, Felix the Cat's lawyer is this crusty parasite by the name of Roy Twelve Fingers Sweezy. He got his nickname... Because, yeah, you don't want to know. This is a family show. Anyway, Sweezy threatened Dugglesby with a lawsuit. So Felix Dugglesby changed his character's name to Flip the Frog. He got some bit parts in some uh, Max Roach comedies, and then he starred in his own series of short films as Flip the Frog, and it made him very, very popular in the 1930s. However, this popularity was short-lived because he got mixed up in a scandal with a glamorous vixen named Clara Garfinkel. She was known in films as Ladybug Garfinkel. You may remember her. Anyway, everything went to hell for Dugglesby. He was ruined. He later tried reviving his uh, sad frog act at Hubert's Flea Circus in New York, but the audience was not amused. They, they pulled him off the stage, they stuffed french fries up his three nostrils, and they tossed him on the street. Years later, he died penniless in the Van Halen nursing home. Anyway, uh, Flip had given me, I was a friend, he gave me the music soundtracks to a number of his early 1930s films, and I have them preserved on 78 RPM discs, and I would like to play one of them for you on the old Kaiser radio show right now on WFMU. <laughs>
got a frown on my pan. Say, what's the matter there, Jenny? Ain't you putting out any? No, it's been a lousy day. You mean you're really broad? Take me life. I will if I can. I'm the bad humor man. Well, we hope you enjoyed that uh, recording that was called The Bad Humor Man by the great uh, band leader Claude Thornhill. Now, before that, we heard the entire soundtrack from the film Technocracked, starring the, the great, legendary Flip the Frog. The music was by Carl Stalling, and the part of Flip the Frog was played by Felix Dugglesby. And the sound effects were by Kensington Twomley, who had a str- strange middle name. His middle name was Let's Go Vacation in Delaware. Just one word. Technocrat won uh, several Oscars that year. The cast and crew were awarded Oscar Meyer salamis for slightly above average cinematography and timely return of rented props. Well, you're tuned to the old codger on WFMU, blah, 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 blah. Yes, <laughs> I keep repeating myself. I'm here just featuring great music on 78 RPM records only. Now, if people want to get in touch with me, I always give my phone number on the radio. been doing it for years. It's wonderful to hear from you people who love good music. Now, I'm going to give you my phone number. I've done this before, but maybe some of you people are listening for the first time. So, go get a pencil. I want you to write it down. I'll wait. I've had the same phone number since 1892. It hasn't changed. It still works. Okay? You back? You got your pencil. What about a piece of paper? Come on, what are you going to write it on? Well, anyway, okay. My, My phone number is... What is it? God, I forgot it. Oh, my God. Six. My phone number is six. That's right. Six. Anyway, feel free to call me, not at any time, but at, let's say, a mutually convenient time. Okay? I reserve the right to hang up on you if you are a robocaller. Well, right now, the old Codger Business Affairs Department, the Accounts Receivable Division, would like to endorse... Red Butler's patented brand of gator milk. (laughs) That's right, gator milk. Extracted from farm-raised Florida alligators. Butler's gator milk contains twice the vitamins and minerals of cow's milk. It is great for lactose intolerant people and people like me who are generally intolerant. It is a suitable replacement for mother's milk when you're nursing your infant. Butler's Gator milk is sourced from frisky, free-range alligators. The milk is dense and has the nutty aftertaste of fetid swamp water. That's what it says here. It is not recommended for people who are susceptible to gastrointestinal ailments. Look for it in your local grocer's shelves. If you can't find it, trash the place. Well, uh, this is the old codger here, and now back to some wonderful music.
And it brings back memories of you Oh, pal of my heart, are you lonesome? Oh, pal of my dreams, are you blue? It's been many days since we parted My thoughts are forever of you Life is so empty without you I long for you forever, it seems For I know you'll always be The same sweet pal to me When I come back to you in my dreams I leave the same old sweet pal to me oh pal of my heart are you lonesome oh pal of my dreams are you blue it's been many days since we parted my thoughts are forever of you Life is so empty without you I long for you forever, it seems For I know you'll always be The same sweet pal to me When I come back to you in my dreams I leave Well, I'll give you the customary set recap, as we say in the radio biz. We are... This is not even a business. I'm not making any money on this. We started out, we heard Lenny Tristano on the piano and something called Abstraction. After Lenny Tristano, we heard Andy Kirk and his 12 Clouds of Joy, and they gave us the blue clarinet stomp. There was a Jimmy Greer and his orchestra with the Boswell sisters, and uh, the song was called Rock and Roll. It's not either or, it's both. Jimmy Rogers sang Old Pal of My Heart, Great Shellac Platter, on the Bluebird label from 1933, unfortunately the year that Jimmy Rogers passed away. Well, uh, this is the end of the show. I am Courtney T. Edison, also known as the Old Codger. Uh, you can write to me at my bunker on Springdale Avenue in East Orange, New Jersey. You have put on the envelope... Old Codger, Springdale Avenue, East Orange. It will get to me. If you come to visit, uh, you might find me out back in my pouting shanty, uh, nursing some bourbon and tossing cigar butts on the grave of Ambrose Bierce. <laughs> People think he died in Mexico. He's buried in my backyard. I will be back next week. Until then, if you stay tuned to WFMU, you will be hurt. You will be subjected to awful sounds that barely qualify as music. WFMU has uh, long boasted of itself as a place where bad music happens to good people. There's only so much abuse that listeners can take. But uh, I, I guess many WFMU listeners are masochists. In fact, 43% according to one reputable poll. Now, I... Sitting here, and I suggest you change the station or turn off the radio and come back to this spot on the dial 167 hours from now. I also want to say good evening to all the fine ladies in the audience. I'll bet there's a lot of hot patooties with room under dance cards. If so, call me 
As I said earlier, again, my phone number, same phone number I've had since 1892. My phone number is, write it down, six. I love younger women, you know, age 45, 50, but I ain't messing with no 35-year-old jailbait. I may be crazy, but I ain't no doggone fool. Well, this is WFMU East Orange. But now they've given me some bonus radio stations for the Old Codger Network. In addition to WFMU, the Old Codger is heard on WMFU, Mount Hope, at 91.9 FM in New York City and Rockland County, and at radio station WFMU, period, ORG. Stay tuned to this radio station at your own risk. Don't say I didn't warn you. Goodbye. Welcome to Miracle Nutrition with Hardy White. I'm Hardy White. Won't you join me as we get together and we be like water. And we be like water's friend. And we be like water's neighbor. And we stand on water. Like it's water. Oh. And everybody calls us flow. You think you're from the future, but you're really from the past, and things have devolved. I'm Enoch in the Library of Skulls. Yes. Okay. You think you're a person, but it turns out you're a robot that has had its memories inserted. Oh, that's easy. Remembrance of things past. You think you're a normal guy, but you're a highly trained assassin. Wait, wait, wait. What? Yes, any of the sequels count as the correct answer if that's what you're about to ask. No, I mean remembrance of things past. I know that's not the normal interpretation. But our identity, who we think we are, is formed by our experience in the context of a culture that has an existing narrative and power structure. What? Every memory you make, you do so while under a set of assumptions at the time. So like memories of the It's a Small World ride at Disney World that I had back when I thought the children were real are different than now that I know that they're robots. When they made you, they really threw away the mold. No, in fact, I don't think they used a mold. I think they just hand-shaped you. All right. What are you guys doing? Playing Who Do You Think You Are? What's that? So, it's a theme in fiction that people find out something about themselves that changes their self-image. Like, you might have been told you're a duck, but you're really a swan because you're adopted. Oh, that sounds fun. Most of what you think about yourself and your identity is based on made-up baloney that you misremember. And the opinions of others who know nothing about themselves. It seems like there's a little more to this than just naming titles in fiction. Why just play a word game when you can blow your mind? I used to have an electric alarm clock and it got infested with German cockroaches. So I would squirt butane into it and light it and the little explosion would make all the roaches vacate my alarm clock. I'm glad I'm having my memory erased later today. What I mean is, it's good to blow the vermin out of your mind so you know what time it is. Man, I'm speechless. I know what you mean, I think. Another thing is, like, when you build a house on a little hill, but it turns out to be the back of a monster? That scenario makes a mockery out of land ownership. Is this a cave? No, it's the inside of a whale or a giant worm. That's what it was like when I found out I really wasn't from Pittsburgh. We don't talk about it much, and thank you, but as a conjured being with no real past, I have an acute understanding of the illusory nature of personal identity. Hmm... You know how on people's wiki page, they don't let you put any facts you can't prove? So some people are just like, they've made two albums. I love all this philosophy. No, you don't. But we have something to discuss. We said the first job that cropped up that we could do together, we would take. And I have a lead right here. Listen to this. Wanted. Three workers to do plumbing job at rich person's house. Must be done soon in time for TV watching party. So the first people to apply get the job. What are we waiting for? I'll get my toolbox. I'll get my waiting boots in case we mess up because we don't know anything about plumbing. Ah, uh, what's there to know? Hot water's on the left and poop runs downhill. So always put the toilet on the roof. 
My parents had a farmhouse like that where you had to climb a pole to use the toilet. I think it would be great to work together on a job like this. We always get along better when we're working towards a goal. Nice place. Is that statue a lion or a dog? I think it's a dog. That's lion. You know what? Normally puns make me violent, but I'm gonna let that one slide. Look professional, you guys. It's taking a long time to answer the door. Should we ring again? No, because if you do, we might open the door and uh, let's just wait a minute. How big is the house? How long has it been since you rang the bell? It feels longer than it is, I think. Let's just, they said they're having a party, so they might be in the middle of something. Be patient. So maybe they didn't hear the bell. Well, that could be. We should have pressed it again back when we thought of it. Now it's too late. Just look, they'll come to the door. They heard it, I'm sure. I'm pressing it. I heard you the first time. Oh, sorry. Uh, we're your plumbers. Very good. Walk this way. All right. Just to double check, you don't mean in the style you're walking in, you have a slightly stooped posture, but that's not what you meant, right? Follow me. Gotcha. I'm loving this. This new wing of the house has just been completed, but the water has not been connected yet because the incompetent current plumber said that they had not completed the installation. But I need functioning water by this evening because I am having a television washing party. All right, well, we'll get that hooked up for you. Yes, you will. Now get to it. What a nice man. So let's turn on the faucet and get out of here. The first thing we need to do is check the existing state of the pipes. You do that. I'm gonna examine one of these cigars that he left out for us as soon as I pick the lock on this humidor. Cut it out, Butch. I had a friend who painted houses and he hired a guy he knew to help him on a job. And that guy stole a ham from a lady's fridge whose house they were painting. <laughs> thank you for that dangling modifier. Think what you will, it was the fridge's house. How are we gonna tell which pipes are connected and which aren't? Let's turn the water on and the ones that gush water out are not connected. But we want the water to come out of the pipes. Not continually, just on demand. Ah, modern style. Let's split up and look all over the addition. And if you see any unconnected pipes, make note. Mm. This is Lou, and this is what happened to me when I went off looking for water in the house of the rich. Well, listen to the signs. Okay, Don. I washed our race and I lost. Now, the water's in your... <laughs> I couldn't have heard that right. Yes, I'll cannot be said a lot now. Oh, all right. Well, what are you gonna do, right? Bring Umbra, the Bunchy and the Curry, short elements, one house. Okay, got it. Butchie and Hardy, two elements, one house. Thanks, weird other dimension, Don. You were far away. Well, 